kind of kind of suggested a yoga video so now i'm watching that Dads Being Dads, episode 266. I'm Jason. He's Randy. We're sitting here um, in uh, New England without Tom Brady. It's the post-Tom Brady era. Uh, not even sure that's on your radar uh, at, at all. No, couldn't care at all. None. It's, uh, the, the football thing is a very odd disconnect for me. It's very big news normally that Tom Brady has... Signed now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it seems so sort of superfluous, if you will, just out there. It's something that's happening that really has no impact on me. I fast forwarded through a movie. I do this sometimes. It's ridiculous. So I might I bring up a, a movie on Prime sometimes, and I'm like, this movie's going to be terrible. And I just sit there hitting the fast forward button like while it's playing. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, because it's like the 10 second skip button, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't really want to waste an hour and a half watching a bad movie. Okay. And I can get the gist of it just by skipping every 10 seconds, and you get through it in a couple of minutes. Okay. Anyway, so there was this movie about uh, these this Vegas tycoons, you know, that run casinos that would bet on absolutely anything. Oh, yeah. And it, you made me think of whether or not that's happening, right? Is is there going to be a football season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, the premise of the movie was the casino owner put some coins in the machines and the people that got them came up to their to this you know they met him and he said hey there's a bag full of cash in a locker in new mexico first one there gets it go and then this room full of other billionaires were watching them and tracking them the whole time making all kinds of stupid bets on things that would happen along the oh, way really? <laughs> and just it, it was really dumb first person to stop at a gas station and stuff like that <laughs> there's there well yeah it was some absurd things i can't even remember what it was called what was the name of the movie yeah I don't remember, but <laughs> I, I wonder if those things are happening now. Like, are there, are they putting odds on whether or not there will be a football season or not just like who's going to win what game, but <laughs> is, is the season going to be canceled altogether? The the virus odds, basically. I, yeah, you know, I understand. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not fear and loathing in Las Vegas, right? I'm trying to figure out the no, movie. No, no, don't worry about the movie. I'll, don't I'll worry about it. it. All right. Okay, figure figure it out. All right, yeah, yeah. I I don't. I mean, the casinos are all shut down. I think, right? Are they? That's a good question. I know, like Encore here in Boston is, and I saw, you know, somebody posted like pictures of the world during the coronavirus and everything is empty. Um. And one of them was a casino. I just assumed it was Vegas, but... Yeah, they would have to be. I wonder if they can do remote betting or something. They're going to be losing so much. Oh, yeah. They're losing billions, I think, a day, right? I guess they don't really have oh, any expenses. Las Vegas mayor pushing back against governor's order to shut down casinos. Oh, uh-oh. Las Vegas neon lights go dark as coronavirus outbreak leaves thousands unemployed. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess they're they're battling. I don't know. Well, that whole place is fascinating. Most of the people that live there work in the casinos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's a fascinating uh, environment to be in. Anyway, on huh. with the show. Yeah, on with um, the show. Yeah, how's your... Uh, how's your I mean, we're only into week two. Yeah, we're on to full on to week two now. And this week has been a little different, what with the weather. Uh, I'll say that. We um, had an afternoon of snow. It wasn't a big deal. No, it wasn't a big deal, but it's cold and like they couldn't go... They could have. I know they could have. I know it's no bad clothes, no bad weather, just bad clothes. That's what I've been telling everybody too. But they were willingly going outside last week and they decided against it this week. They like won't go outside to, you know, it's like one more battle about like, okay, you need mm-hmm. to do the schoolwork and you do this work. And so it was like, you need to go outside and play. And they're not doing that. So <clears throat> that's having an effect on my wife's psyche. So she's, uh, understandably like not getting any breaks during the day at all. Like, Hey, I need five minutes to recharge, which the teachers get plenty of, right? If you have ever witnessed the school, like in a classroom, the teachers are in and out of there all day. Like they take breaks. They, they at the lunch hour, the recess hour, at least, you know? And so my wife's like, I've been on for 13 hours right now and I'm going to melt down. And I, well, I am actually, and I'm, you're, you're the one catching all of it. So, uh, and I'm trying to be sympathetic. And at the same time, I'm trying to figure out like, how can, 
I feel like I have good ideas, but they're too late. Like we both need to exercise. Like I, I went out for a run today, but it was kind of like a last minute thing. Like I'm going to go right now. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Well, what really you're going to go right now? Is that like, yeah, that's okay. And then like, I didn't, she never really got the same break. So I got to figure out how to do that. And so that, that's the main thing is like, I got to give the primary caregiver, uh, I got to give her some mental break during the day and maybe a couple times, like maybe a couple small ones and one big chunk or something. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. So I think, I mean, this is interesting because what you're describing is what I think a lot of people are going through, but I, I have, yeah, I agree. I have, I have had a different experience so far and it, it could be the number of children could be their ages. I don't know. Some minor mm. eight, eight and 11. Mm-hmm. And we have two, you four down to what? The youngest is five now. I don't remember. Seven. The youngest is seven. <laughs> As of January. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're close. I don't know. So the technique, and I think I explained this last week, and it, we talked on Tuesday, which was only day two of of the of being in lockdown and homeschooling and all that mm-hmm. good stuff for me. Yes. Uh, well, we've had seven full days of it now. We had all last week. We've had the first two days of this week. And I've been running the same routine. We made some adjustments to their free periods. I may have explained it last show, but I'm going to do it real quick again. Mm-hmm. My strategy was basically like, I I got to work, right? And my wife wants to work as well. She's working at home doing carpentry stuff. She's in the basement, but she doesn't have a fixed hour. She is, she, she can pop in and check on them and things like that. But the kids, so so super important for me was that they were, they were kind of managing their own time from morning to dinner so that we didn't have to, they didn't have to have a whole afternoon of just unstructured time. Okay. So I, st- I came up with this idea of saying, all right, they need more free time, but I don't want it to be seven hours of free time contiguous. I want them doing some work. So basically, they do their morning routine, breakfast, all that good stuff. 8.30, school starts, and it's a half hour on, half hour off. I talked about this last show. Right. So they do a school period. They have free time. They do a school period, free time. And then lunch, it just lines up. That's why I did it on half hour. So that 12 is lunchtime, and then right back into a school period. Now... All the way to five. So at four thirty, they have their last thing they're doing, and then at five, they help with dinner prep, and uh, and then we eat at five thirty. One thing we have been doing a lot more of than uh, I think previously is they've been brushing their teeth. Uh-huh. Yep. They never. I mean, they never brush after lunch because they're at school. So not only are they brushing their teeth three times a day now, but they're doing it for like a solid eight minutes. I make them flip the four minutes. Sorry. I make them flip the timer over and do it twice because they're just hacks at it. They just like wave the brush at their face and my daughter goes and gets cavities all the time. Anyway. So the point is, if I go downstairs in the middle of the day and I, I look at what they're doing, I might feel like interjecting i might say well what is this why don't you do this different why don't you do what do you do how come you're doing this why not work on this let me show you this so i don't go down at all that's key key point i don't want to say there's no fighting there has been very little uh (laughs) conflict in these last seven days amazingly little conflict they've been getting along really well they've been helping each other out and they they transition from their free period to their working periods just from the silly Alexa Echo Dot thing, a timer goes off every half an hour and they tell her to stop and then they go to the chalkboard and they look at their next thing and they get into it. Yeah. And if I was down there <clears throat> checking on them, I'd probably say, what, what, what's the holdup? What are you doing? Why are you getting a drink? Like, you should be into reading time. Let's go. Let's read. Let's move. But I, I'm not because I don't want that to happen. So they might be skewing the time slots a little bit they might be overrunning free time they might be overrunning my son likes to read right so he's reading more than whatever that's a good thing they can't use like they can't like watch youtube they can't play minecraft in the morning we let them play in the afternoon a little bit and what that amounts to now is molly's got messenger kids on the ipad with all her friends on it okay and they love they absolutely love it they get on there they talk to each other they play all these goofy games but that's pushed off to the afternoon they know it and they just they manage their own day and again are they doing it well i don't i have no idea (laughs) but i don't care Mm. i don't care at all because 
They're happy. They're having fun. I got fitness things. I got a whole list of stuff for them to do in their free time. They're doing push-ups and sit-ups and they're running around the block. They have not been outside playing much at all. Like to the contrary of what you're saying. Like, yeah. Do I want them outside on the swing set and goofing around in the yard? I do. They probably need to get some vitamin D at this point because they're not getting much sun. But they are running around the block. I mean, Molly hasn't worn anything but pajamas for the last 11 days. She just. Oh, really? See, you're, you're, you're kind of doing the unschooling thing, I guess, right? <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's a little less structured. Yeah. I haven't read, like, I haven't read that article yet because I'm just like, I don't want this to be us. Uh, but there's a whole article floating around about being un, about the unschooling, and uh, basically, like, they're saying like, I'm not doing all of the stuff that my the same thing all you're saying, right? Um, yeah. Well, I still feel like. I mean, so the list, I'll give you for example. So what Max does, he does, he jumps right into IXL, which is one of their online school things they do. The school added a bunch of curriculum to it. So they have social studies and history. No, see, that's good. Yeah. English in there. So he's just hitting through the, the recommendations. They have this whole section on recommendations. And I'm talking to him about it. I'm like, well, what do you normally do in IXL when you're in school? He's like, we do the recommendations. I'm like, so your teachers just say, get on the computer and do the IXL recommendations? Like, mm. no lesson or anything? He's like, yeah. Like. So this is like the same? Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so he does that. <laughs> he gets to practice the piano, which he never had time for before. And then he jumps into some Khan Academy because it's similar to ISL, IXL, but IXL is doing some of the social studies, whatever. And then he just does, has a block for just reading, which he's already doing anyway, but great. There's a writing block where I just, it's kind of like that. Very unstructured. Yeah. I said, just, I just want you to write. Just write a story. I don't care what it is. Write about what you're reading, write about your day, write about stuff you see, write about history books you've read, write and about anything. And, and you're just not getting pushback on any of this stuff? No. The only one, so yeah, I, I'll tell you the funny part, I'm getting pushback on it in a minute. Then they have a, a, a makerspace at 1.30, which they do together. And mm. again, very sort of unstructured. I said, I want you to, you can design stuff in Tinkercad. You can just build Legos for all I care. Anything that you're creating yeah, I'm considering part of Makerspace. If we can print it on the 3D printer, great. Then they do their summer bridge books, which is a bit early. Molly's like almost done with hers at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they they both do... Molly's doing more Spanish throughout the day. Max does Spanish and Duolingo. Uh, and then he I stole his math book from the school, so he's working in his actual math book. And that's kind of it. So I, I don't mix anything up day to day. They're free periods. They can do any of their school stuff if they want to. The only thing they complain about, or at least that Max complains about, is that he's bored during his free periods. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you're not bored during the school periods? And he's like, no. Like, so just do some of the school stuff during your free periods. <laughs> and, he's, and he kind of does. Sometimes he's just reading more or doing more of his IXL. I, I think what he really means is he wants to play Minecraft like all mm. day long in his free periods and so in the afternoon, he kind of does. So he's probably getting like well over an hour a day of Minecraft in at this point. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> which oh, is well like, over. I mean, we're way into that. Easy. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know which way you're going with this. Yeah, no. We, they, they like have an I mean, we have at least an hour of tech time allocated every day. And oh, okay. it's usually four to five so that my wife can make dinner. Like that's like, per- although yesterday she they helped cook, so I, I don't know. I, I, she, she is doing the lion's share of everything, um, but she's also like much much more engaged. So yeah, I don't know how. And so I have a second grader to uh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! No, I have a fifth, first grader, fifth and first grader, and a seventh grader, and a third grader, and a fifth grader. So I have like four different curriculums and four different schedules. And four different teachers. Well, Jason has a whole bunch of teachers, but uh, the three elementary school teachers, they are kind of setting up their own schedule. So that's like a challenge because it's like, okay, well, Grace has flute like tomorrow. She has flute at 1130, but that's the same time. But meanwhile, my fifth, my third grader has a 930 to 1030. And then the same first grader with the flute has a 930 to like 1130 or 1030. I don't know. Well, how is she doing weird things? Is that supposed to be some kind of remote thing? Uh, Tomorrow is the first time they're like doing it remotely. Um, okay. and she did say today, like, if we're not going back, we're not going to be doing any of these like 
any of the, the the whatever the march or the whatever they what do they call them when they do a, um, a performance. Oh, for crying uh-huh. out loud, what's it called? Orchestra. Yeah, but what's it called? Oh, I don't know. We're not going to be doing. You know, we're not going to play for everybody. So why are we even? Why am I even learning? This? She hates the flute. Oh, right. I see, so yeah. that and this was my son. So I'm trying to get my son to write. Like this week, we're like, okay, they're not doing anything. Like we don't know what they're doing. They're doing stuff, but we don't know if there's any value. And there's like, I said to her, my wife, I was like, so we kind of like find that when they're in school, we kind of like are frustrated because it's sort of like a black box and we don't know what they're right. doing and how they're, and we'd have no feedback. Like I said with the feedback loops, kind of, we wish it was tighter. Well, now they're in our house and I have absolutely no idea what they're Still doing. Don't know what they're <laughs> it's doing, even yeah. worse. Like, and, uh, I'm like, so it was actually kind of nice today at dinner. I was, I actually got their attention for two seconds when they all flipping out. And, uh, and I asked them all, like, what have you, what are you looking, what'd you learn today? Did you learn anything? And they're like, you know, I learned to hate math. I got that one. <laughs> and yeah. What, what kind of math are you doing? I hate it all. I'm like, okay. Did you learn something that was fact based, not opinion based? Uh, yeah, there's there's a little bit of that. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Uh, I can well, I can check. I'm gonna log into Khan Academy and look at their because uh, I'm I am set up as yeah, the parent. I mean, I should like, review that, but I don't I don't know. And then my wife was saying like if they start in Khan Academy in like third grade, it recommends they go all the way start at first grade. And my third grader, if she sees anything that has not at least third grade on it, she's like, I'm not doing this. I don't right. care. Like, right. but you don't know really your spelling words in this area or you're not great at, like you need a little review on that. That's second grade work. I'm never doing that. No way. Flipping out, you know? So that, that, and my kids are pretty social. Like they got a good friend network that they can't tap into right now. So that also is no X, you know, there's no way for them to blow off steam that way and to give my wife a break. So, um, I don't, yeah, I mean, we're, I, I would say we're a little overwhelmed at this point. Like, well, not, <clears throat> we're, we're treading, we're treading. We're not overwhelmed yet. I'm not. So I think actually up. this is, this is cool. I'm glad I looked because uh, this is what Khan Academy is supposed to do, right? So I can look at the dashboard in Khan look, Academy. I'll look myself then. And if you look, it shows you the subjects and the way their system is set up. They can, they can kind of, it's all you know, computer junk, right? So they can see that, mm-hmm. that he's tried and failed maybe doing certain things. And it says relationships between quantities in equations and graphs. And it has a mark next to it that says struggling. And the rest of them have mastered, 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 mm-hmm. mastered, right? So there's one that says needs practice and all this stuff. So there's one, two, three things that it says oh, look, he's... look, they're doing grammar and stuff too. <laughs> yeah, there's three things that it says he's struggling with. Those are the things that I should look at and go and talk to him about and say, hey, let's take a look at one of these problems, do it together and see what's happening. So wait, slow down. Which are you looking at there? Are you looking at the progress or the mission? The progress? Uh, mission skills Okay. shows you the uh, – and then you got to make sure you pick the right mission. So you're, but you're it says the removing missions. That's all it says. What? At the top, it says we're removing missions in 2020. Uh, mine sh- doesn't say that. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> point is, <laughs> well, no, but I want to. Okay, okay, we can talk about this yeah. part later. But yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. Am I doing unschooling? I didn't. Do you mean to do it on purpose? But the school is sending home random assortments of of just mind barf that comes from each individual teacher. You know, the principals are sending home these trivia night challenges oh, that yeah. they're trying to set up and all this kind of stuff. And and I am just like, you know what? If I give any of this an ounce of thought. It's going to di- just cause so much turmoil. It's way easier if I just dump it all right in the trash. And I, <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying the school's terrible. It's just that it just doesn't work. I can't stop my day, go downstairs, and say, "Hey, it's 10:15. For the next 37 minutes, we're going to get on this Zoom call with your teacher and you know try to figure out how the mute button works." Like, no. Oh, so just, so you are. In- actively like your teacher saying i'm setting up a zoom meeting for my for this kid's class at this time you're straight up ignoring it i don't know because i haven't looked well that's ignore that's the point of <laughs> that that's pretty much the definition of ignoring like, i do not think they have had zoom calls but oh, they are well, definitely sending home okay. assignments in the google classroom and you're ignoring and, those and i'm ignoring those all right all right if my son happens to look in google classroom and yeah. sees that he has things that he wants to do then great He's doing them during his free period, but I have no idea. Okay. That's interesting. All right. I'll tell you where things went bad is over the weekend, mm. we decided, hey, it's the weekend. 
And the kids did the same thing. They're like, then we don't have to follow the schedule. And it was pure chaos. They they had no idea what to do. They were bouncing all over. We tried to do some, we did some gardening activities, which was kind of fun. They got bored of that. You know, it's it was almost like I should have just kept them on the school schedule for seven days a week. Mm. Because they like the routine. And it seems very, I don't know. I think next weekend we're just going to have to leave the house and go out for a hike somewhere. We we'll joined that. We <laughs> distance. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. We <laughs> we did that this weekend. We went we went on like some family walks around the neighbor, and they just you know they complained the whole time trying to leave the house. Like oh god, you know my my daughter's still wearing her pajamas, just putting boots on over her pajamas and stuff. I'm like this is absurd. Like, can you put some clothes on? That's funny. Uh, I mean, do you get dressed? This is a little personal. Maybe you can be like I defer, but yeah, I'm dressed. Well, I mean, you got a t-shirt on, but what's what do you got down south? Are you wearing the, you got, I'm wearing pants, are you yeah. wearing, like slacks or like sweats. Oh, I'm wearing those fancy pants that I—the only pair of pants that I have, really. <laughs> so, okay, they're not <laughs> fancy. Not, they're not pajamas. The, You're well, they're like the ones I wear snowboarding. Do you get dressed like? Do you change out of the clothes that you sleep in, or do you put like maybe well, I don't some, sleep maybe in sleep naked? All right, there you go. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, so, so I'll tell you how that my, one. I'll tell you how my day goes <laughs> at this point because things have changed, right? So I have no, uh, I have no place to bike to, and it gets kind of boring, especially biking in circles. Like I've gone out with some friends, kept my distance, riding in the woods and stuff, but it's I don't know, it's it's just not as fun, uh, and it takes up some time, mm. and I just I don't do it as frequently, and now I need to, uh, so instead. For some reason, I had decided to start running, and I had been running to work before we closed the yeah, office. Right, yeah. So I, I think I ran to work like twice, yeah. <laughs> you know, on Tuesdays. Once, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm still running, so maybe I'll go run at lunch." So I ran around town, and it happens to be there's this loop from my house that goes around town that's exactly a 5k. It's 3.1 miles. It's hilarious. So I started running that at lunch, and so now that's a thing. And every day at lunch, I run the 5K, and that's when I shower. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) So when I get home from that, I shower. So my shower for the day is after lunch, basically. Okay. Which is- That's fine. I mean- Well, it's kind of fascinating, because I think this whole working remotely thing is- uh, There's a lot of people that do it, and they probably all have the same type of experience, where it's like, uh, yeah, you know, my routine is just bizarre, right? They, They get up at some strange hour- they maybe walk to the coffee shop or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then they like read the newspaper, like a real newspaper on the porch until 1245. Like who knows? They, they just, <laughs> they've got some things set up <clears throat> and then they work till 10 at night, you know? And I think it's gonna, I mean, I, I said this before, I hope this sticks. I hope companies, no <laughs> corporations don't, I don't think it'll stick a hundred percent. Yeah. But I, I hope they make it a, I think it works really well when it is a hundred percent because everybody knows everybody else is remote and that you can just call them to get them. Whereas if you're sitting in an office, especially these compact offices that they all put us in these days, you can't just do a, like a, a Slack call, a computer call, a video call with someone sitting in an office because they're like talking yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then everyone else is around. Now we all have our own quiet offices. Not necessarily they're all quiet because we don't all have spaces in our homes for this. But And that could be the flip side. Not everybody has a space in their home for a working remote situation. But, but the same is true in the office these days. No one, <laughs> no one has their own space. Not many people do. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess between some of our offices, I will still remote, you know, video call people and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I'm not as well prepared for it sitting in work. I don't have the, obviously, I don't have the podcasting microphone ready and the headphones and whatnot. <laughs> uh, ah, somebody told me you were on using the he- the headphones and mic on a call. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> what do you mean, of course? What else would I use? Nothing. I haven't used it yet. Oh, you haven't? No, I just blast it through all probably oh, garbagey oh. and, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, this is my, how my computer's set up. There yeah. is no other. They're like, where's your mic and your headphones or whatever? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, don't, this is not what you use for the podcast. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, it's right there. And <laughs> like, I pulled the boom over and they're like, 
oh, can we hear it? I'm like, no, it's not connected to the computer. Like, I don't have the oh, right. Because you've, you've got all kinds of things set up. This is just, everything's hooked up to the one computer. I'm not changing it. So. Yeah, so I have a different adapter. I'm like, I, want, I said, uh, by the end of the next, by the next time we have a call, I will have the stuff that I need to hook up to that because I I'm, I needed it, the adapter anyways. It was a USB-C to USB-A. Right? Oh, yeah. So okay. I needed the right adapter and I had already ordered it so <laughs> yeah every call they make fun of it oh look yeah. at that fancy yeah. like yeah it's it's like it's what like 30 dollars i mean it wasn't even that much money i know the, <laughs> the boom is the boom was like 15 i don't even think the mic was but, more, right. but yeah and then chris i hope you're doing well catronio gave me the headphones so that's right <laughs> i i used to do um preach sing the virtues of these types of things at least getting a good headset with like a nice microphone when people were were remote because I oh, absolutely yeah. hate it when people are screeching into the laptop microphone uh, with no headphones, yeah. and it's just feeding back constantly. It's like I can I keep hearing myself talking to myself. This is driving me crazy. Can you put some headphones on? Like what's going on? Oh, really good. Actually, I do have one of those. I have like a gaming headset. Yeah, those are fine. So those I bought fine. for. I bought, well, whatever. Um, I have one of those. I should break that out of the box and hook that up for the for the calls that I have to do. So I'm right, a big fan of the cool. unschooling. That's fine. So that's okay. You're right. Um, and you know, so uh, you you said your Saturday was terrible. Our Saturday was like dreamy. And really, what I did was I just my wife and I just kind of she did some errands. Like she had to go get the CSA, which is a community supported agriculture, whatever. So uh, she had to go to farm, and she went and did that. Oh, that's right. I forgot to say that. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter broke her arm on Friday, so, so we'll get into that in a second. But she had to get up, take her to the hot, to the doctor uh, to get checked out because we she happened later on Friday, so she went and did that, came back, dropped her off, and then went and did like errands. She went to the the farm. I said to get the the vegetable meat share, and then I don't know. I think she went somewhere else to get something else. I forget. Maybe she went to the grocery store also, and then came back. And then, uh, so, and I was just like, I kind of checked out. I didn't let, I just let them do their thing. And yeah, their thing turned out to be a lot more technology than normal than we do on the weekends. We definitely like, but it was like, I kind of needed it. My wife needed it. Mm -hmm. And we all just was like, all right, fine. We're just going to check out and we're not going to stress about anything. We're not going to be running around trying to do chores. And, but, but I couldn't believe how different it would normally have been like that, that Saturday, like before without coronavirus or whatever, it would have been run to soccer practice or drive 45 minutes to some oh, soccer goodness. game, sit on the sideline, yeah. come home, try and do some yard work or try and do something. I'm just like, wow, this is a weird, like, yeah, I'm enjoying this to, and I'm recharging. Right. We're getting back to basics here. We're like running a homestead at this point. So we got the gardening stuff yeah. out. We're setting up the homeschool curriculum for the next day. Yeah. We we did this whole review on Sunday, my wife and I and the kids of the schedule for the week, and then yeah, they did a bunch of vegetable garden prep work, and it's it's pretty weird. Yeah, I can't imagine. I think we're gonna push the soccer season off to the fall. I don't know. I got to read those emails too, but yeah, we haven't officially done it, but I'm kind of thinking. I don't know. See, this is this is another weird thing, right? Because there are some places that are like, we are starting back up in two weeks or April twelfth or three weeks, whatever, and there are <laughs> other places idea. like we're shutting this thing down till till at least September. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know where I land on the whole thing. I, I think I'm, sure, April, I'm uh, starting to enjoy it. I'm starting to enjoy oh, the situation. Yeah, that honest. I am. Like we have literally gone for a walk every night. Like yesterday, yeah, it was snowing heavy, and I was like, ah, we should get out. We should do it. Nobody would kind of really wanted it. it was like, mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, everybody get their coat. Oh, I don't want to get my coat. You know, screaming at me. Get mm -hmm. like, didn't want to get the coat. So sure enough, I forced put boots on, socks, boots. Dress appropriately. Jason go put pants on because he runs around in shorts all the time. I'm not doing it. Jason, put your coat on. Comes out without his coat. Like a full-on fight for it. But uh, but then you get them outside and they're just like – it's like they come alive a little bit. And they're just like get, yeah. wake up and they're friendly. They're laughing. My daughter and I, every time we go for a walk, we have this stupid little Nerf uh, ball with like a tail, right? It whistles when you throw it. It's a little mm -hmm, Nerf mm -hmm. football thing, spike, I don't know, spear or something, and it whistles. So we've been trying to throw knuckleballs and make it not spin. And then tonight we were doing it with our left hand, trying to throw lefties and just the whole walk. And my mother and daughter grabs a lacrosse ball and she's just bouncing it the whole time or a basketball. She And my son gets a scooter. And it's just like every time we have this like maybe 20, 40 minute walk in there or something. And it's like, this is kind of nice. I really kind of like this time. 
you know, and the kids are laughing and everyone's just having fun. And then we have had, you know, family dinners every night, sitting at the right. table talking to each other. And I just think if it wasn't for this thing, we would be running around and we'd be like soccer practice, soccer practice, soccer practice, yeah. gymnastics. And those things are all good, but you kind of have lost perspective a little bit on that for sure. As far as like family time and what's important. I don't know. I know all that stuff's important too. And, and I know we're going to slip right back into it, but it's weird. But I'm not really sure it is anymore. I mean, it's important when, uh, I don't know, they're, they're, what's coming clear is like my son is sort of chatting with his friends, but he's not as interested in it. Like he kind of says hi to them and checks in with them and they, they send goofy words back and forth. But they haven't really video called. They did it once and they spent the whole video call fighting over who should have control over the video call so they could mute everybody else. Like it was like dumb boy yeah. stuff. It was really irritating me. Like, what are you guys doing? Oh yeah. My daughter gets on her video calls with her friends and they are talking, right? They're like interested in how they're each other are doing. They're asking each other questions and they're they're it's they're listening. It's just a much different Oh yeah, it's very different. Uh um scenario going yeah, on. Dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, so whatever. That's what they want. That's what they'll do. And I can keep kind of nudging him to do, have more conversations. And, and if he does, he does. But otherwise, I'm like, well, what else is there? You know, we can spend the whole week doing uh, sort of chipping away at the education and having them do some self-learning thing. My, my daughter has an art period at the end of the day. And so she's decided she's been making name tags She's basically been making like these creative name tags for our for the dinner table every night for everybody. Um, huh, that's so cool. She make, you know, makes yeah, like little name cards. Yeah, that's neat. Um, and huh. then we can do. This is what a lot of the families are doing, right? They're going away on the weekend. They're going out into the woods and hiking because they oh, can't yeah, go yeah. to the trampoline parks. Yeah, and whatever other indoor places that they would normally go to, that they just can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have to go. To some place where they can go hiking and everyone, and everyone else is there. Yeah, yeah. And it's super crowded. So hopefully they're staying far enough apart. But yeah, we did. Um, uh, we, yeah, we did that this week. We went on a uh, hiking trail. I mean, I went my normal running trail right across the street, ran into four different people, four different groups of people out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And one woman was by herself and one couple with their dog. And then another, what was the fourth person? I don't remember. But the only one woman was like signaling, like, keep your distance like you know and everybody else we were we weren't like running right as close to them as we can but these trails are narrow it's not they're not six feet wide i mean you can kind of get like and we're only going by quick and so we're doing the best we can with it but it you know it's like this is this trail that i will go and run all the time and never see anybody and now i'm going out there and i'm seeing four different people like there's three cars parked at the trailhead which is something i never see which is good yeah it's good right <laughs> I, I should be sharing these things with other people, but I'm all like, get out of my woods there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so on my, my daily run things, I've noticed something that is kind of hilarious uh, and on the family walks and whatnot. So you're, you're, when you go on your walks, you're in kind of a very suburban neighborhood. You've got some spread out areas. You can yeah. walk in the, in the road. Probably there's no cars. Oh, well, some idiots, but yeah, <laughs> some, <laughs> they'll be back soon enough. Well, have you noticed and maybe you haven't, the cars that do show up are driving a hell of a lot faster. They are. Yeah. Because there's no one in front of them. So yeah. they're just like, woo, look at me. Yeah. Um, but I have noticed that people are, they're crossing the street to get out of my way. Like if I'm on, if I'm oh, running yes. toward them on a, yes. on a sidewalk, they will cross the street mm-hmm. to go to the other sidewalk. Yeah. Or they will step like several feet into the grass of someone's yard so they can get by yeah. just even though there's plenty of room for me to fit by that <laughs> and they're doing it to everybody and they're not doing it like maliciously or anything i know it's weird that that uh, part feels bad to me because it's like right. ah and then when or what feels worse is when somebody's like i know and they're talking and i'm subconsciously stepping away from them or like constantly moving i because i otherwise i would just like let them walk up to me and we'd be three four feet apart but now i have this weird like why are you getting so close to me like and I hate that part I hate. It's just like ah, well, that'll go away once everyone you know gets it and gets over it kind of thing. But I I'm, I am hoping that it goes back to I, I don't know. Maybe people won't shake hands anymore. Maybe people you know be a little more standoffish. Just whatever, wash their hands more, carry sanitizer with them. But it, 
you know, once this has gone through and we have some herd immunity, it, at least we shouldn't be crossing the street to avoid everyone. But it's it's comical. Like, it happens every single time. If we're walking head on with a, with people, they'll, because the streets are so quiet, uh, vehicle wise, they'll just, they'll look over their shoulder and then they just cross the street to the other sidewalk. It's, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. And they don't mean anything. They'll still look at us and wave. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Coughing up along. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fascinating times, but. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it is have fascinating times. And I really don't want to even get into the whole like should we open or not. At that part I just I can't I can't figure out, but I know people, you know, close friends of me that get, I know at least one person was laid off already. Um one person had got a 75% or seven, no, I, I don't know. 50 per, no. My neighbor got it's like a 25% pay cut already and then somebody else I know got a significant pay pay cut and I'm just like, "Whoa, like these things are happening." One week after this, right? How are we going to do it three weeks after this? Four weeks, five, six. I mean, if this thing goes till June, um, ugh, I don't know. But but we're but the loss of life is is it's going to be huge. So it's going to be hard. I just saw, you know, I just was spinning through Facebook just now, and I saw a kid that's uh, you know neighbor of mine that I cut through his backyard. He's on a ventilator and fighting for his life. I just found that out. And he's, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not somebody I know like close, but it, you know, neighborhood when I, the neighborhood I grew up in in upstate New York, like, oh, and he's no. younger than me, you know, he was probably 10 years younger than me, maybe eight years younger than me, but uh, you know, he's mid thirties. Let's uh, there, put mm-hmm. that where it is. So, and you know, this guy, 34 year olds died. So it's not only going to be the, you know, the old and infirm that are going to pass. The boomer remover. What? <laughs> The boomer remover. Yeah, it's not going to be that. I mean, that that the sad part there is that if anybody at that age gets it, it's going to be a death sentence to them. And um, if they if they, I guess what we're trying to hope for is right. Somebody comes up with some sort of treatment or or vaccine before that. Well, no. Well, I mean, yes, but also what we're we're sheltering for is to keep the to to keep the number of sick people from overwhelming our healthcare capacity that's kind of the most important part right now like sure that do, that is yes do we have enough ventilators? literally if we run out of ventilators then the people that can't get one are surely going to die yeah the, someone that needs a ventilator and can't get it is is dead hmm. uh that's a real problem and then it, there's no <laughs> it's like a software analogy right there's a <laughs> there's like a thread pool and there's a queue <laughs> the queue is very short <laughs> it's basically zero if you can't get into that pool of resources then you just die like if you need to get into it and you can't then there's no hope for you hmm. uh but we we also get feed you know we get some info that there's people that get a lot of mild cases and get over it and that's probably one of the most promising things is not so much that they don't know it and they're passing it along but if there's a lot a lot of people that are getting mild symptoms and then getting over it mm-hmm. that means there's more people than we know of that are carrying an immunity like that are now should now contribute to that like herd immunity and be able to stop the spread. That's what I'm really hoping for, right? That uh, that well, yeah that 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 many then they've said like many people may have, may have had it already. People in January were complaining about weird coughs for three weeks that wouldn't go away and stuff. And I if, had one, yeah. And if all those people have it, like if you had it, if all those people had it, and got over it, and so. We're looking at this curve and it's sort of the extreme end when when there's this huge population of people that already has had this thing. And that's what I'm hoping for. Then if kind of it's a curve upside down. I don't even know if that's right, but that I don't think that's I had I actually had uh, this, but there was we had something going around the office that was like Yeah, but I'm just hoping that that's what it was, right? I we don't know that it was, was there it? were a lot of sore throats and whatnot. Yeah, yeah people uh, it was weird. It was sort of so if there are symptoms. thousands of people out there with this immunity to it, which we hope, then it would be amazing, right? Then it'd, it'd just, be good. How do we how good. do we find out though? You get people just start getting tested randomly, like more more yeah, heavier testing. Well, you, I don't think you can find out if you've gotten over it. You can't really test for someone that's recovered. Why not? Can't you? Because they, they would, have, you'd the, have to. They'd have to be able to test for the antibodies, not for the virus. And I don't know if they have oh, an antibody yeah, test. Right? Yeah. Um. No, they just they have to keep testing the way they're testing now and we have to keep looking at the rates the way they're happening now and and we have to stay cuz the sheltering in place stuff the uh, social distancing or the physical distancing 
we don't you don't see the effects of for a couple of weeks and we've only been doing this for a week and a half at least in massachusetts other places are just starting now right so yeah (laughs) once you make the choice it has to stick for several weeks yes otherwise you don't see any benefit if you do it for two weeks and it starts to improve and you say great we're done well if you go back to life as usual two weeks after that a whole bunch more people are going to start getting sick and then you go whoops we got a shelter again but it won't matter it's too late Mm. they'll just die and then you know you won't see the effects for two more weeks so it's you can't just kind of it's not a rapid turnaround right there's uh it's it's just not a good situation but i think well i don't know i really don't know i mean obviously we're an easy position we uh, we can easily adapt our lives are super easy we already have like sit at home on the computer jobs and do whatever um yeah, it's a lot of people that don't, and well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I I'm. It's funny because somebody on Monday posted. Say, so I know one of my, one of my friends here, and they they said their kid is just absolutely refusing to do any work. Like, will not do anything. Nothing school related. <laughs> just lay on the ground and just refuse it to. And you you can't make a kid do math problems. Like when it comes down to it. You can take stuff away and you can, you know, but these kids are miserable. Like we walked by another kid's house and he was like, like, Hey, how you doing? And the kid is a fifth grader. Right. And he comes out of the house and he like leans against the wall and he's like, I am bored as hell. And this is not a kid that like swears or anything. Right. And (laughs) so I I tell his walking by, we see them the next day and his dad was like, Hey, how's it going? He's like, all right. So-and-so is having a rough time, right? Twiller is having a rough time. He's like, why? What happened? I'm like, did he hear what he said to us yesterday? When he was, He's like, yeah, we've been having a problem with his mouth, right? Like saying that kind of stuff. I know, but it was just funny. The look on his face was just like, I am, I'm broken. Yeah. And this kid does not like a kid. He, he, is, it, it's just funny. is he an only child? No, he's got a younger sister. I, I mean, again. Yeah. Different situations, right? But this is where I talk about the classroom, too. This is where I was concerned with, like, maybe, and I don't want to pin that kid down, but, you know, maybe some of these kids that are refusing to do work, how are they in the actual classroom? Are they disruptive? Are they, like, is it really where some of these issues come from? And and I'm, I am putting this out there as a, like, we can expect a lot from teachers. And I, as a coach, this has felt, similar in the sense that like if i could just cut that kid and that kid like practices and games would be such a delight you know all these other kids show up they're happy they listen they want to interact with you they'll be like okay can we try this coach you know they'll ask questions that are nice they're not total jerks you get these other two kids there and they're just they just throw a fit no matter what you do what you say what you suggest where you want to put them on the field everything is an argument and she's like, no, no, just get out of here. You know, I don't want you here. This is this is the worst. Like, if I could just cut those two, right? But educators, obviously, they can't, right? And 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 hopefully, most of them get into it for the sake of helping those kids, right? They're trying to help the kids that need most of the help. But at the same time, I'm like, wait, why does my kid have to suffer? Because why does their environment have to be ruined by this one just? kid and maybe my kid's the one doing it i don't know i'm not not suggesting right i'm just speaking in the greater version of everyone and it's just an interesting sort of of course there's there's special needs kids that definitely need extra help and that applies to a a pretty broad range of needs but Mm. i find this whole exercise kind of interesting because again i actually don't know (laughs) i haven't really followed up i don't know what the heck's going on down there but the two of them seem to be getting along like so well Mm. They are helping each other. They're doing projects together. Uh, they're sitting on the couch together, doing their work together. It's it's pretty fascinating. And uh, when they do their fitness stuff on the hour, you know, they're doing their push-ups and sit-ups together and stuff. Uh, so they're bang- <laughs> it's kind of funny. They're doing – I only have them doing 10 because I figured, like, 10 is an easy number. Yeah. But they're doing 10 every hour. So they're doing one, two, three, four. Wait, what? One, two, ten three, push-ups four, every five, hour? six, seven, eight. Yeah, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 jumping jacks wow. every hour. Oh, good for that. And then at 11 and 1 and 3, they have to run around the block. Huh. So in, ad- in addition to the 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> so they're banging out 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day. Hmm. Um, wow. Which is good. But they might be cheating, though, because I'm not 
looking at them, right? I just, every once in a while, if I catch them in the process, I might say, hey, you know, like, adjust this because you're cheating yourself, right? You're you're not getting all the benefit. There's no point in just counting this out and, and saying you're done. Same thing with the toothbrushing, right? Because now that I'm home and I get to see them more, I'm like, listen, yeah. you have been to the dentist and the dentist, you hate it, right? <laughs> she, Molly, even, she's like, I don't want to go back to the dentist. It's like they're punishing my mouth. I'm like, yeah, they they are punishing your mouth for all the times that you don't brush. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's, it's finally clicking. I'm like, because we finally got the timer back out. I'm like, listen, you, you brush the whole time this timer's going and then you flip it over and do it again. Why would I do it twice? Like, do you want to go back to the dentist and have them punish your mouth? Just every time you eat, go brush your teeth. Like it's to keep them clean, keep them healthy. Uh, so what are so they I'm doing? So here, yeah, I mean, I couldn't really have the discourse that I intended to have with you because you're just like, oh, this is so, this is breezy. This is so easy. What was the discourse? You wanted me to be struggling? Well, no, but like, how can your, what's your pro tip? Oh, my pro tip is to not do anything and go. And I, my, my, my wife goes in the basement. I go upstairs on the office and my kids just do it all themselves. Yeah. That's my pro well, my, tip. Have my kids. My, that is my pro tip is for your own sanity. Yeah. Don't, Try to hold them to a standard that you just invented in your own head. Like, you are not a seasoned teacher. You don't have... Okay, That, that then yes. I mean, that's very good advice. And I basically had the same conversation with my wife who said that felt like she was failing. I was like, you're not failing at anything because you shouldn't be doing anything. So you shouldn't be failing. <laughs> like, you can't fail if you're not doing anything. Well, it doesn't well, make any yeah. sense. I'm like, it, it does make sense. You're just trying to keep the kids occupied and entertained so that they don't just are, are go nuts and bored and drive everybody crazy. And you're doing a great job of that because you have this plan. The kids are doing stuff. They're there meeting with friends virtually. They're meeting with their classmates virtually. They're meeting with teachers. They're doing some math. They're doing some some writing. Um, I don't know. So, but so one of the, one of the ideas I had, but since, whatever, I, I mean, I, this is still an idea I'm going to pitch. I mean, I had two ideas I wanted to pitch. Uh, one might resonate. Well, neither is going to resonate with you at all. But because my we over the weekend we watched Captain Marvel with my kids, which is one of the Marvel comic universe movies, right? And I was going to see because I, I can't take I can only take so much Frozen type movies, and, and periodically I like to watch a movie too that I will enjoy. So I was like, let's watch a more not adult, but a more mature movie, right? So that, because my son won't, he doesn't get into those movies anymore either. So I was like, let's watch this Captain Marvel movie and we'll see if you like it. And my, my fifth grader daughter loved it. My third grader, eh, I didn't really think so. And my first grader, she fell asleep. My wife is sort of like on the fence. She's okay with them. She'll stomach them. But my son liked it too. So there was like, you know, 50% acceptance, right? And everybody sort of enjoyed it. But I was like, well, one of the things, would you be interested in doing this? We could watch a movie in like the middle of the day, one o'clock or something. And then you would have a writing assignment to go with the movie. Um, which would be like, well, I don't want to do it then. Uh, you know, I got that at immediately. I'm like, well, you don't even know what the writing assignment is. I don't care. I don't want to write because <laughs> I'm having a hard time getting any writing done. And I feel like that's an important exercise. Just writing, you get better at writing, right? Yeah. Anybody that's done any sort of writing amount, like even from emails, you go and you wordsmith a long email or you wordsmith a letter to somebody. We write a Christmas letter every year and it goes through like four or five different iterations. I read mm-hmm. it, right? you know, and, uh, and, and so I was like, well, how about you do like, a, you write about one of the characters and what, the, you know, the storyline, or you do a whole generic movie review or something. And, you know, these are things that people do actually write, right? These are newspaper articles and well, whatever newspaper, or internet articles that are movie reviews or character studies or whatever. Like, I thought that would be some, something like, you'll enjoy this, but we'll also have to do some work with it. And <laughs> I didn't really get, <laughs> I didn't really get, I thought it would be like, yes, I'll absolutely do that. Didn't Is really it- happen. <laughs> is it like a horrible breach of trust if I read what my son's been writing? Um, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's well, it's a story. I, I I don't have to read the whole thing, but it's a story about Minecraft, of course, right? Well, that's fine, but that's the thing, right? It's something that he knows that he has a thing to write about, right? It's not like some of this stuff I find really sort of so contrived. That it's like, okay, we're going to read about this article about the bear and the frog in the woods and now write a story about 
or write what happened in the story. It's like when they write about Minecraft or a movie they just watched, it's something they're invested in already, right? So they have a much easier time embracing the subject matter. That was my idea. Go on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to read it. Oh, okay. it's only, but it's only, it's not very long. And he's been doing this for yeah <laughs> seven days. So I doubt he's been writing in his writing period <laughs> as much as he could. Maybe he's got another document somewhere. Because it actually says last edit was yesterday at 1257. Mm. And yesterday at 1257 was the end end of his writing time. 1230 to 1 o'clock was his writing time. So today, what did he do? I'm not sure. Yeah. Today, well, today they were outside shoveling. That's why. Oh, they shoveled. (laughs) Yeah, because they, after lunch, they went outside and shoveled and they missed their writing period because of the shoveling. So, yeah. But so that's he okay was in an unschool, unschool format. Uh, yeah, but that I, I think otherwise we'd lose we'd lose our minds. Like we can't. I I was worried, and maybe much like what could be happening to your wife is, I was worried that if I hung over them mm-hmm. for their school day, I would be anxious the whole time because one, I'm missing out on my working time. You know, whatever, sure. doing anything else that I could be doing. Which kind of puts the pressure on them being as successful as I'm imagining they should be every time I give them any kind of lesson, right? Again, because I'm not an actual teacher, my expectations, while I feel like I could make some exercises for them to do, and a lot of this stuff is fine, what I don't have is that patience for... Yep. Like, okay, we're going to work on this and they're, you know, they're writing and they're writing as garbage. Like, what is this garbage writing? Who taught you to do, you know, like, I feel like every little thing they did, I would probably, you know, freak out. At, Why are you typing with your fingertips? That's it. We're going back to <laughs> typing school. You we know? have that. That's one of the, their activities they can do in their free time is typing. Teacher, is typing. typing yeah, I, I added that into their free time list as well because yeah. the first thing they did when they started <laughs> typing was pecking away at the keyboard. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's awful. But wait, it's not awful. Your kids, huh? You don't know how to type yet. Yeah. And so I, so I figured it was easier if I just, if I just stayed the hell away from the whole thing and lowered my expectations. And listen, if they don't fight, if they're not on the computer all day long, watching YouTube, playing Minecraft, like if they're, if he's sitting on the couch reading for half the day, great. Yeah. If they do some of their IXL activities, my daughter is in the Spanish immersion. She is. Uh, the teacher did ask that they do this this Raz Kids thing on the iPad where they read and they record themselves reading. She's doing two of those a day. So she's reading a whole story. Uh, she listens to it, reads it, and then actually records herself reading it. And the teacher can get the recordings. Two of those a day. And there's a whole quiz about them and all, all in Spanish. And I'm like, you know what? You combine that with some of her math activities and some of the Lego stuff she's doing, that's like, it just feels like a whole day to me because the school's probably filling their day with other like standardized testing things, act, moving between classes, lunch period. There's just a lot of time between getting to and from school, uh, other kids being distractions and whatnot. So I feel like it's they're getting something. It's not nothing, right? Some mm. It's more than nothing, which is, Great. And that's where I'm putting my bar right now. It's like, it feels like summer. <laughs> I'm sort of treating it like like a little bit more than summer. Yeah. They're literally doing their Summer Bridge books, which See, she she happens to really love doing. Yeah, that's, we had my youngest did hers, finished hers up. She finished the whole thing? From last summer. No, from last. We dug it out oh, and oh. she went through it and finished it. Oh, I got the... Yeah. Uh, I, I got know, the, you did, yeah. I got the new ones. As soon as the the first hint of like any schools closing in the U.S., like schools are closing, so I ordered the books immediately. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we didn't do that, and now we're waiting on them. We had to get them from like Zulily and stuff, and they're all oh coming yeah from yeah different places. <laughs> they so, arrived. Yeah, they arrived last Monday. So oh wow, just, you really did immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was a tad late, right? Because the. <clears throat> I think it was, I waited until Massachusetts schools started closing. And then as soon as mass schools were saying we're closing, yeah. I ordered them and they got in the first day that we did homeschool. Hmm. So she's, she's fully halfway through the book. Though. Wow. See that? Yeah. I, and yeah, 
My my kids are needy. I I know that they won't do stuff without my wife. They always have to ask a million questions. Even like I will be sitting in the room with them, and they will go upstairs and be like, "Mommy, can you get me a bowl?" And she'd be like, and then she'll come down and bark at me and be like, "I'm like, I didn't even know they were getting it. like I can I'm sitting right here. Why didn't you ask me for a bowl?" And they, yeah, oh, I don't know. So, um, but anyways, that that was that. You know, so. I, I did want to say, talked a little bit about my daughter breaking her arm, which was awesome, right? When this is all happening. So, my other, last week, my other daughter was complaining about, Grace is complaining about her eye is itching. And I'm like, ah, you really want to go to the doctor now? Like, I don't think we should do that. Like, if we can avoid it. And she's like, oh, my eye's really itchy. So, we look it up. She's got like a sty, which is, I don't know, just like a clogged cuticle or I don't know, uh, hair follicle or something. So that's since gone away. But that, so I like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying, I don't know what it's dying. The eye, the eye sty. I don't Wait, really so know. Go back. You thought her broken arm was a, clogged. no, no, no. That was, that was grace. Okay. So Friday I come up for, I come up out of the office and they're kind of joking around. Oh, grace faith broke her arm. That's my seven year old. And she's like, Oh, what? She broke her arm. What are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, she said she broke her bone. Her, she was jumping on the trampoline and she, they heard her. She said, I, I came running in the house. She's like, I broke my arm. I broke my, I, feel, I felt my bones break. You know, she says adorable <laughs> things still. So, <laughs> so I'm like, ah, come on. And I'm like, really? He broke her arm? But she's like not crying or anything. And nobody like, so, and then they're joking around like, oh, I heard it. I heard a crack. I'm like, what? This can't be right. This is, they're, you know, these kids are goofing around and making stuff up. Anyway, so I come here and I just took a first aid class, right? So I was like, let me go, like, don't just go right to the area. They say check the whole arm out, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like tweaking it a little bit. And she, and it doesn't look swollen. And this kid doesn't weigh anything. She's still like 30 pounds or something and, and all skin and bones. So, and I'm like, and I, I do get near her elbow and she's like, ah, and winces, you know, she wouldn't let me touch it first. And then, so I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it's broken because I think she'd be in a lot more pain. And she'd be really uncomfortable. And my wife's like, I don't know if she should take her to the doctor, get an x-ray, or we're going to go to the ER. And blah, blah, blah. So she calls the doctor's office. It's before they're closed. And she's and they say, why don't you, we'll make an appointment for nine o'clock. If she's fine in the morning and it's just like a muscle thing or whatever, it'll go, you know, it'll, it won't be as bad. Then, then don't bring her in. No problem. So she ends up going at nine o'clock because the arm's still bothering her. And it's funny because she's just sitting there with her arm hanging. It's like a dead arm. Like she won't use it for anything. And then, Sweet. hey, mommy, I figured out how to open the markers with my feet. <laughs> so it's obviously messed up, right? It's hurting. So they, she goes into the doctor and they get the x-rays and all that. But my wife was like, you should have seen the place. Like they stopped us. They wouldn't let us in. They made us go over all our symptoms. They interviewed both of us for the, the, you know, any symptoms mm-hmm. for COVID or anything and none of it. So they let me in and then, then we had to fill all this extra paperwork out. Both, both of us had to fill paperwork out and we both had to get like desanitized and we went in and we went and saw the doctor and the doctor was like, uh, no, I, right now I'm totally calm. Like, I'm totally not worried at all about this place. Like, we haven't had any exposure here. All symptomatic people are being sent to a different, uh, we're in Concord Hillside. So we're to a different facility in Chelmsford. So don't have to worry about that. And, um, so anyways, give us a sling and they send us home. But like all the toys were cleaned out. She said it was really sort of a weird vibe because nobody was in there. There wasn't people around. None of this stuff was, and it, and it was like super clean. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it was sort of interesting. She tells it better, but uh, she was much more, she was there. I wasn't there. So then they had to go back on Monday and they x-rayed it. Or I don't know if they x-rayed it again. They looked at the x-rays. We couldn't see. We got the disc with the x-rays. She went to the same same Concord Orthopedics that we went to, um, and they they couldn't see a crack in anywhere. But they said because of this fluids building up here and here, so it's definitely a fracture, but it's not big enough. We're gonna put a cast on it, and then she'd have to go back and forth. So after a week, we have a telemed. Now they do telemed, which is like a video conference person with with the doctor, which is sort of interesting. It's another one of these things yeah. like we don't have yeah. to go to see doctors anymore. We can just do it on no. the phone or over a video call. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I had, an, I had an appointment anyway, go on. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing from the movies has happened to us all of a sudden, which we didn't know was going to happen. Right now, all of a sudden everything's on video conference. You just video conference somebody and there they are in your living room and you're like, Hey, hey. so I, I made her do all like they, she said they did all the mo- movement things with arms so that I can check, like twist her arms and like li- over your head. And can you lift it? How far? So, so now I can be like, let's check in periodically and be like, do you have more range of motion? Is it not hurt anymore? So 
no cast. And they said, if you have to, if it, this thing doesn't blow up, then we'll come back in three weeks and we'll x-ray it. Otherwise we'll be fine if we don't get an x-ray and she's going to be fine. So, but I was like, this is great. She breaks her arm. Now we got to go back and forth to the doctor a bunch of times. Like we're supposed to be staying away from these places. <laughs> Here we are. But it, it was pretty much a non-event. Wait, so it's not broken? No, it's a broken, but it's like a non-event that like we had to go to the doctor. I was concerned about having to go to the doctors. Oh, sure. But yeah. Yeah. So while you were telling that delightful story, yes. uh, <clears throat> I happen well, I hope she's I t- okay. Kids, she'll be okay. I, she's already I heard my around. bones broke. It's just weird. Yeah, I know. Well kids get crazy. They say crazy. While <laughs> while I was I was so I was looking at the Khan Academy site trying to look up the kids stuff again. And on the top of the site, they had this whole thing about the, the virus announcement and whatnot, and I just sent you a link. Yeah, yeah. They I got it open. They wrote up schedules. Yeah. <laughs> yes, change. So the, <laughs> yes, change out of PJs. <laughs> First thing. Where's it saying? This is right at oh, eight yeah, o'clock. Yeah, right there. Yes, yeah, so they, they won't. She won't do it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you going to have pajama day every day? Yes. Oh, she yeah. changes into different pajamas every day. <laughs> That's all right. <clears throat> and yes, change it to PJ. So uh, yeah, I mean they're suggesting it. Good for them. Oh man, but their their day ends at one. This is a problem. Yeah. Right. So they've got well, oh, good. grades ten to twelve is a little different. But see how they've got these times where it's like nine a.m. to nine forty, nine forty to ten. <laughs> yeah. Right. What? That's ten what we, to eleven that's is what an we hour. Have. <laughs> right. Well, so the, here's the problem, and I don't want to get through this again. Is it? Because I was planning on abandoning them, yeah, I couldn't possibly, unless I had the schedule stuck to my wall in my office, I couldn't possibly know when they should be goofing around and when they shouldn't be goofing around, right? But if it's literally half-hour slots, if I happen to walk downstairs to get a drink and they're... I could just look at the clock and say, oh, it's quarter of, they should be in the middle of a, a school session... <laughs> I don't even need to know what it is. I can just look at what they're doing going, okay, yeah, that looks like uh, whatever reading time. But if I go downstairs and they're having a pillow fight and it's 11.15, I go, oh, yeah, cool free time, no big deal. And I'll yeah. be like, you do your push-ups? And they're like, yeah, we already did them. I'm like, okay, fine, yeah, carry on with your pillow fight. Yeah. So for me, why this wouldn't work is because like the first grade schedule and the third grade schedule and the fifth grade schedule and the ninth, sixth to ninth, seventh grade They're all different. They're all different, right? Exactly. I'm like, no, no, you two have the same schedule. right. (laughs) (laughs) They have different things on their list. Some of the things are a little bit different, you know, and a different curriculum, big deal. But for the most part, they're... Yeah, we have to have their time synced up because... I mean, again, like this, the oldest kid's got a little different. He's got more freedom. Um Mm-hmm. So <sighs> they got some good stuff on here, though. I'm gonna have to. I am willing to iterate. I am open to suggestions. Obviously, I'm not like this is the best. I am the smartest. It's the only yeah. way it works. But it has been working for us. I'm looking at the I, podcast ideas because <laughs> my kids have listened to like all of the Circle Round and all of the Story Pirates. I'm like, oh, cool, brains on forever ago. Like I'm looking at. This, oh yeah, those are in here too. Yeah, yeah. wow in the world. Uh, listen to an educational podcast i'm actually thinking about introducing some like just watching some episodes of how it's made oh yeah yeah oh man i mean this youtube there's tons of cool stuff my kids love the drawing show on there oh for crying out loud i forget what it's called but they they, where this this guy draws and he's got a bunch of kids and and he gets he will draw a picture at with his wife or one of his kids like he just does all these videos and it's it's so cool and and they just they're real simple and he always does them in sharpie and so my kids get the sharpies out and they, and they watch the video and then they draw the thing at the same time and um it's just really well done oh yeah so ah man that's gonna bother me that was like the hugest thing the other big thing that I the I wanted to recommend was audibles doing the audible stories so they're giving a bunch of free stories to kids if you if you need it um I you know I'm a big audible fan as I think uh, the show has picked up on uh but yeah i never got into my other writing assignment my other writing assignment which I, i'm not going to dig into too long obviously because the show's almost over or it is over is that i was like we started playing uh hero kids which is like a really simple dungeons and dragons it's a role-playing game or a really simple version of that really simple mechanics and then i was going to f- introduce them to mouse guard which is a little more complicated than hero kids but nowhere near as complicated as dungeons and dragons and i was going to be like okay so that's an interactive game 
right? Role playing game with them, and they they're writing the story. The, the they're supposed to, be, you know, these games, role playing games, are supposed to be like a narrative, and it's supposed to be like a story combined with the dungeon master. And if they're done right, and I'm not a very good dungeon master, so it's never done right. But they could write about what happens in the game, or they could write about the characters, or side quests, or something else. So I feel like. The writing, if we're going to make the writing happen, it's got to be they got to have a vested interest in what they're writing about. And it's these contrived things, which may work for schools to assign. It's not going to work at home. And that's it. That's all I got. I wrote, I did get through my notes. Well, no, I didn't. I got plenty for tomorrow night. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.